And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Thursday, July 20th. And here's the situation, gang. I don't like doing two email episodes in a row, but CBS Mornings bounced my segment to next week. And I thought I was going to have a beautiful segment to present to you. And now you're going to have to wait till next week for it, or even maybe the week after. Because of that, Mark is making me do a second episode of emails because we have to keep feeding the content beast. And because of that, we're going to do emails today. Hey, listen, great news, by the way. Um, On my first day of trying to raise money for the cycle for the cause, uh, I'm up to 8,000 bucks. I would so appreciate, I love small dollar donations. That to me is the most exciting and wonderful, wonderful thing that, you know, we do every year is like, I want to like do that. So if you give me small dollar donations, I really, 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 really appreciate it. So appreciate it. And, you know, I complained to Mark. I'm like, you know, some people who are really wealthy don't give you a lot of money. And some people who uh, don't have any money give you a lot. It's shocking. You just don't know. And I am always very happy when you all support the things that I am doing. And I appreciate that. Uh, All right. Let me do this. I feel like we've been getting a lot of like real estate questions, Mark. It's crazy. Maybe it's just because everybody knows they've made a lot of money on their real estate. They're trying to make better decisions about what happens next. If that's you, by the way, we'd love to hear from you. Just go to jillonmoney.com and click the contact us button. If you want to know how to leverage your real estate and do something really different and really cool, check out my book, The Great Money Reset. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Get it? That's our mantra. That's also the subtitle. Okay. Russ writes, Jill and Mark, I love your program. I've been a daily listener for three months. A new listener. That's good. One problem. Uh, Mark, I've signed up for the Friday newsletter four times. I'm not receiving it. Okay. You know what I think? I think it's in your spam folder. Russ, I'm guessing that it's like a little setting that you have and you have to say, hey, these are not spam. And that's my guess. It happens to me also. I have the, I I think I've signed up for the newsletter four times, but when I signed up with my corporate email, it comes through. 
This question has to do with rental property. I hear you say selling rental property, or are you willing to sell multiple times on your podcast? Please explain. Is it free up money from property to invest in a brokerage account? Okay, wait a second. It depends on the situation. So Russ, there are times where I'm like, sell that property because we need the equity in the property to do something else. So there are times where we've said, hey, sell this rental property because you want to go move up into a larger home. I think this happened recently, Mark, where someone was like, I want to go from a 400 to a million dollar home and they had rental property. Some of it is diversification. Sometimes people have multiple rental properties and one rental property works really well. The other one's not working so well. Recently, we had a case where somebody said, well, I, I can't even, I'm limited on the amount of rent I can charge. So that seemed like a good place to grab the equity and go. So it really depends, you know, location, 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 and it depends on your situation. Okay. So in Russ's case, he's got a rental property. It's paid off and it's been rented for 31 years by different tenants. He and his wife are retired. They net $28.50 per month in rental income. That's great. A management company has been the point of contact for tenants, repairs, and communications. We pay 7% rental fee to the management company on a monthly basis. Last tax year was the first time we did not have any write-offs that reduced our annual income. Instead, the rental property added income because we've maxed out our depreciation and we make too much, $160,000, to write off our suspended deductions. I'm interested to hear your response and rationale for selling rental property. Thank you very much. Okay, so let's think about this. Let's say that you had this property for 31 years and you net this $28.50 a month, okay? So let's just consider that. In that case, okay, I would want to know what else you would really be thinking about in terms of what you do with the money, right? And so let's just look at that $28.50 a month net to you, $34,000 a year. What can generate $34,000 a year? to you? And what is it that you need the money for? And if it's like, I have, maybe, I don't know what the property's worth, right? But if it's like, it's a $2 million property and it nets 34 grand a year, that's not a very good yield on your investment, right? But if it's a $300,000 property and it's generating 34 grand a year, that's an amazing yield. So there's a combination here about, we wouldn't say to sell it for the sake of selling it, um, but is it working for you? Is it making sense? And what are your plans going forward? What what you would need the money for? You know, all of this ties up into a larger question of like, what's going on in your life? When we look at situations like you are in, it just depends on what you want. Okay. That's the determining factor. Okay, good. All right. Next. This is from Cindy, who's got $1.1 million in a 403B, $50,000 in mutual funds, $30,000 in a traditional IRA. Question, what is a reasonable brokerage fee for helping me manage this? I'm 58 and I will plan on working, I plan on working another 10 years. I was quoted 0.8%. Thank you. And I love the podcast. Okay, Cindy, first of all, we're not talking about a brokerage fee. We're talking about a management fee. And so what I want to be clear about is the person who is suggesting that they'll manage this for you, this, you know, let's call it $1.2 million. If you were quoted 0.8% annually for management 
and it's management of those funds. You don't have to do anything and they'll do financial planning. That's not bad. It's pretty good. If it's just 0.8% and it's just management of the actual assets, you probably don't need that. It's like that. It depends what that 0.8% gets you. If it is just getting you money management, there are other places to do it. And you may even have it right in-house. So I'd love to know a little bit more about you and what's going on. And hopefully we can um, make a decision about whether or not that makes sense for you. Melissa inherited $400,000 in an IRA. And her father was already taking required minimum distributions when he passed away. So she says, I know I need to fully deplete this account within 10 years. How can I best, quote, spend the money down and still save a large portion of it for my own future? Is a Roth a good option? I know I can't transfer it directly to a Roth. Okay, so first of all, let's try to manage the tax liability. Are you going to take the money out and um, do it sort of over the course of 10 years? Is there a time where you think you might be able to have a lower tax bracket? Just be clear that whatever you receive out of this $400,000, if you take it out every year, try to stay within your current tax bracket. Maybe that's, I don't know if you're single or married, but you know, look at the tax brackets. Hopefully you can deplete it and stay within the same tax bracket. And if for some reason your tax bracket were to go down on a particular year, then that's a good opportunity to take more of it out. Whatever you take out just adds to your taxable income for that year. Once you have the money, now we're talking about what you should do with it. You need to tell us what are your goals. I mean, can you put money? Can you contribute into a Roth? Do you have earned income? Do you have other obligations that are out there? We need to know more. You're not spending the money. We're just going to have you receive the money get that money, pay the tax, and then let's figure out the next best place for you. We don't know what that is because I need a little bit more information. Okay. This is from Evan who says, hi, Jill. I just heard your podcast about getting an EV. I researched electric cars for two years before deciding in February, 2022 to buy a Hyundai Ioniq 5. I loved the car for the first eight months until the battery kept dying. Uh Uh-oh. It's been at the dealer to get fixed the first time for three and a half months and now the second time for two and a half months. I just hired a lemon lawyer. Dealer says they can't fix it and they didn't even give me a loaner car. It's so hard for me to recommend Hyundai anymore. Hyundai doesn't know why the battery is draining. So as long as you get one that works, they're great. I will say, depending on the size of your crate for your furry friends, it might be a tight fit. There's not a lot of storage space in the back. The Tesla Model Y has a lot more storage room for luggage and crates. Thank you for all your shows. I listen to you every day and wanted to give you my experience. Take care, Evan. Mark, I believe that that is now putting a real little kink in my plans. Yeah, that stinks. He sounds like he got the bad one. Yeah, I mean, there's always a bad one. But still, I'm I'm really I I was uh in fact I just got the my state inspection done and I said to myself, I want this car to last for two more years. I really do. I think in the next two years there's gonna be a lot more there's gonna be a lot more vehicles on the road. There's gonna be more deals. They're already cutting prices now. And it's just gonna get I think it's just gonna get better and better. I don't know. I might have to do an interim. I, that would bum me out to have that. Oh, that, that whole, oh my God, the service thing. 
you remember what they used to call a fiat? Do you know what F-I, remember the fiat? Fix it again, Tony. That's right. No offense to our Italian Americans, but that is what they used to call the fiat. Uh, Okay. So that said, we thank you so much for your advice and counsel. And I take it very seriously. I'm not buying anything. I'm just, I'm, I'm sitting still for the, as long as I possibly can. If you would like to give us some car buying advice and your feedback on the show, go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. Let us know if you would be willing to come on the air live. Don't forget, you can sign up for the free weekly newsletter, which as long as your spam filter doesn't filter it out, you'll get every Friday. You can buy the book, The Great Money Reset. You can subscribe to our news service, Jill on Money Live. That's where you have access to quarterly live webinars and lots of bonus content. More is coming. It's very exciting. So don't forget that. Okay, do me a favor. Please do something nice for someone else today. It's going to make that person feel good. And I know it's going to make you feel good. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 